Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast, actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path. Back again for episode 42, following uh, last week's little encounter with the Viper. Uh, don't remind me. Uh, the Viper. I love that guy. <laughs> the party appears to be split. He makes me He's very so uncomfortable. Funny. He touched me. That violates my personal space. Oh, well, Segura hates that guy, but Jessica loves that guy. He's hilarious. Uh, I it is. Okay. So, yes, when last we left our... Party. You had exited from the Silver Chain's hideout to meet with the Viper, the head of the Faded Gang, of what Sudi and Sakura used to be a part of. <laughs> so yes. much fun. Yep. He had then carried on a pleasant conversation with all of you, uh, which Air all of quotes. you had sat down and <laughs> had some tea together and had a nice little talk about times gone by. Did, did we have tea? What? Were no. we drugged for that? No, we <laughs> Sorry, was that only me? That's <laughs> the only one that saw that? All right. No, he hung out, spoke his pipe for a little while. You guys discussed things. You decided not to really tell him, yeah, there's a crazy cult here and they're looking for an artifact mask that just happens to be in the Dead City. I and hope they you didn't even ask. Thankfully, yeah. yeah, we didn't have to, to kind of dance around the topic. Yeah, he didn't push you. Although you have to wonder how high his perception check was when he's only uh, 60 feet away. Yeah, he probably just heard everything anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he's just like got mythic perception. Uh-huh. He cast clear audience, clairvoyance before he walked off. He has a pipe of clairvoyance. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my. I really want to stab this guy the right in his face. Tool. You had then made your way. You dropped off some prisoners. You'd gone back to the Temple of Bast. You dropped off uh, Tepanib mm-hmm. back at the Temple of Phrasma. And he's not allowed to leave while the rest of this is going on. Oh, he's totally going to leave. <laughs> Tepanib, do what he want. He's probably already in the dead city. <laughs> already off doing things. Who knows? And Quasin's like, what's up? There he goes. So yeah, Tepanib got trapped again. Oh, we need to get back in the <laughs> oh my God. Come on, guys. Dang it, Quasin. We already did this. Yep. It's the same quest once again. You just got to grind for some XP for a little while until you can reach a high enough level to be able to cast all these awesome spells. Anyway, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> does not help you in that manner. You had returned back to the Temple of Best. You had found that there were no issues there. You had then all bedded down for the evening. Uh, yeah, Citroen Falto had a sweet little moment there. Yeah. A little, like, spin. The uh, Something dramatic and romantic happened. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The party had then gone their separate ways. You would rest for the evening. And you had found some odd clues that apparently someone went all, um, all I could think of was the first paranormal activity movie mm-hmm. where uh, a yeah, chick just stands by the bed and then it fast forwards for three hours and she's yeah. just standing there <laughs> yeah. staring at them. <laughs> down had at the, Quasin stay with me. Yeah. Down at the foot of your bed. And Sudi had woken up to a, a refreshing love note written uh, by a secret admirer. So awkward. Yes. So weird. Yes. It's like well, a stalker. We're, we're pretty sure it's a stalker. Like, I don't even know who it would be. Like, I have no suspects. Like, it's just out of the blue. Etc. cetera. <laughs> what? <laughs> How does what? that even make sense? It's on yours. No. No. Oh. Yeah. Um, no. Isn't no. on your celibate? There's, you'll find out eventually. So that's a I wanna, no. I don't think we will. They had a secret love in the temple. What? 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 No. And you just watched him from afar as he trained in the yard. No. no. Um. Oh, I didn't. I totally didn't know you were talking about Sudi there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the... Anira secretly loves everyone. Ah. <laughs> Hello, I'm just ladies surrounded by beautiful people. <laughs> the party had then gathered together the following day at the Sunburst of Market and had gone and spoken with the council and had convinced the council to take up the Viper on uh, both his offer of providing the location for the various tunnels heading out of the necropolis that they had dug themselves, as well as Jack. having his own men aid them in taking care of filling in said problems. Mm-hmm. As long as they get immunity for all past crimes. Yes. Yeah, but they... Everyone wins. Their record gets expunged. Uh, yeah, but it's not like a permanent thing, so they'll all get arrested eventually again. Probably. Yeah. Quite feasibly. Although they... I mean, the Viper, as far as we know, has never been arrested, so... It doesn't mean his lackeys haven't been. They obviously have. Yeah. <laughs> so as we start up, all of you had finished your discussion with the, the council... They begin speaking with one another, trying to figure out what all they're going to go from there. Septi had asked you all if you'd be interested in continuing to aid her as well. Well, yeah. Which we all agreed Um, to. Yeah, Citra very reluctantly asked for help, though, because she's like, I want to help, but I'm so tired. I'm so tired. So sleepy. (laughs) Can I just nap somewhere for like two or three hours? You stand outside for a short time. No more than about 10 minutes or so as they coordinate with the Viper, getting the exact street locations, the building names and such that they need to deal with. 
Septi excuses herself, exits, and steps out into the hallway with all of you as you stand just up against one of the walls to try to stay out of the way of the people that are here just doing their daily job, although that's been made far more difficult now that they're trying to coordinate all of the rest of this. As she approaches, she gives all of you a nod before nodding down the hallway to her own office, which stands down at the end of this hall. We go. Yep, we move with her. Citra and Onuris have been here previously. Yep. Sudi, I imagine, has been here on occasion before. This would be Sagira's first time. Ooh. Oh, it's like being sent to the principal's office. Yes. Sudi went to the principal's office a lot. For catnaps. Uh, Too catnaps. Entering into the chamber, a shrine of Erasmus sits off towards the left. A desk sits off towards the right. And the rest of the chamber could be only described as Spartan. Mm. Septi turns. I must speak with Shepus to arrange all of you entering into the necropolis. I believe that you're being assigned to the site with the mask, that its involvement in these matters, that your subsequent continued aid to the Temple of Phrasma. This is not happenstance or coincidence. I agree. Nakat may not see things the same way. He's been put in a very strenuous situation. He has a great deal that he feels that he needs to prove. He is a strong but proud man. I do not know if I can convince him to allow you to aid. What are our alternatives if you want? I could not stop you if you decided to go in on your own. But I could not grant you the authority to. And you would be in there without assistance aid or resources not to mention the legalities of going in without permission yes for now we should focus on sealing this tunnels on this side and give Niket time to make his decision it is true there are some matters which i think you could aid with the tunnels being sealed is something that i think the city guard as well as our new Allies. On yours would snort. And the fated can handle. The people need to see a presence in the city. The temple is doing what they can, but the people out in the city may still need your assistance. Mm. More assistance than we ourselves can directly offer. That, I think, would be a good place for you to start. Nakat, he may be harsh. He may at times believe that the ends justify the means. I believe he would be willing to sacrifice half of this city to save the other half. But he is not cruel. Mm -hmm. He understands the difficulties of the common man. I think if you show him your own strength, that he may come to realize that you and he are on the same side. How do we do that exactly? Go help people? Aid the people of the city. Mm. Do what you can. He has been at the wall since last night, and I imagine it will take some time before he returns, but he eventually must, and I will be able to speak with him then. But until that time, there are people here that require my help. Do you have any leads? Specifically, no. The voices have evacuated the areas closest to the wall. Those should be safe, and it is necessary. They have begun to summon allies. The Asobak. Anyone that wishes may make me acknowledge the planes. I have that. Um, I get a 20. So he doesn't have that, and that apparently wasn't covered in Voices of Aspire 101. <laughs> I will actually allow knowledge religion as well. Ayo. The planes is going to get you more information. Hey, I actually rolled fairly well. I get a 24 on religion. On yours gets a 20. Sudian on yours... You both know that the Asobak are psychopomps. They possess many of the other assorted powers of the psychopomp, including their invisibility and so on. The Asobak are sometimes referred to as the mad dogs of the boneyard. <laughs> they are blunt, vicious predators. They patrol the spire as feral hunters, hungering for, the, for undead flesh. Though as outsiders they don't have to eat uh, and draw no sustenance from this behavior, the spark of undeath is a feast for their every sense, and they pursue and ravenously consume undead creatures given the chance. Oh, cool. Cool. They seem like a good shock troops. Uh, Sagira, you know a bit more pertaining towards them. 
I guess, and you're trying to research stuff pertaining towards yourself. Sure. Stealing books. Borrowing. There's a library somewhere, probably. Not really, actually. Not mm. in. Stealing books, it is, then. Very well. <laughs> as Sobucks are the savage guard dogs of Phrasma. While the Vanifs serve as eerily disciplined soldiers, the Morgans hunt fugitives of the system, and other psychopomps tend to the bureaucracy of death like Quisen. The Asobucks are her guardian beast. They are uncorrupted by ethical questions or personal desires, and they shred whatever they encounter, living or dead. Oh! They are a vicious, blunt instrument. Oh my. Hmm. That sounds like it get get out of hand very quickly. I think Sagira's eyes probably widen a little bit at that. The voices will do what is necessary to contain the undead threat. Whatever they feel is necessary. I would avoid directly crossing the voices of the Spire at this time. <laughs> and you may find undue dangers if you make your way closer towards the walls. However, there are people across the city that probably need your assistance. And if nothing else, reassuring the people of the city would be of great use to us at this time. What did you have in mind for us? Make your way amongst the people. They may very well be able to point you to threats that we cannot easily know here. So side quests. <laughs> Yes, go and collect me ten skulls and bring them back. No. Um, this, this isn't an MMO. My sheep. That game. My sheep is missing. My cat stuck up a tree. My husband cheated on me. Go beat him up. That's more of a, my daughter died last night. Now she's a zombie. Yeah. Now she's an attic whisperer talking to me from the roof. So, oh, I have a, I have that cultivated trait where I can gather information in like 1d6 times 10 minutes. So I might just be able to run out and I do that, that real fast. I have that diplomacy thing too. I, I have none of this. Before we leave, shouldn't we talk to her about the stuff we've learned and also the names we picked up? No, um, I was just saying for when we leave, I can make that check and probably get us some leads real fast. The um, One of the cultist leaders of the Silver Chain, his name was Ekram. I think he was the leader of the Silver Chain before it became involved in the cult. Well, no, I think he I killed think the old no, leader. He killed, of the, the, old he killed the old leader to take over as he a cultist. Took over, yep. and he is uh, serving uh, Ma. Oh, Brett the woman. But they are following Halalala. It starts with an H. I don't know Hatsitep. his name. Hakatep. Hakatep. Yes. Who we think is the forgotten pharaoh? Though they refer to him as the Sky Pharaoh. Interesting. They're looking for the mask. That was the chain's orders in, in the necropolis. Which means they haven't found the mask, which means someone else has it. This barefooted individual. Mm -hmm. The name Sky Pharaoh is most commonly associated with Minetas I. Minetas was the, the founder of the last native dynastic rulers of Osirian. Huh. What Not do you mean native? Before... Osirian was occupied by the Padishal Empire of Kalesh. The line of the Manetis began in the Second Age of Osirian. Why do they call him the Sky Pharaoh? That has been lost to history. His face is known to adorn the Black Sphinx, though. Do we know what that is? Uh, any of those you wish may make me an old geography. Uh, I don't have that. Look at it, 21. I stole a geography book, too. <laughs> Just stole a lot of random books. I mean, I was in school until I was 12. I learned some stuff. That's like seventh grade. As far as the Black Sphinx is concerned, it is the largest Sphinx in all of Osirian, or at the very least, it is believed to be. Mm. Uh, it is actually buried all the way up to its chin. Yeah. And you know that there have been, been interests, but it's actually some distance away from here. It's the biggest Sphinx. It's buried, though, and it's kind of far. Does it have a nose? Mm, yeah. <laughs> that would have been long after this forgotten pharaoh should have been ruler, though, if it's as far down into the Second Age. That was the last line during Osirian's Second Age. But if this mask was buried by Dejerdit II, he was a pharaoh during the First Age of Osirian. There's thousands of years separating those two events. If, however, he was erased from history, mm -hmm. another pharaoh may have taken up the Sky Pharaoh title. It could simply be... Coincidence. There were hundreds of pharaohs. Menides hmm. the 26th was the last pharaoh of the Second Age. Before the invasions. <laughs> so he's sometimes called the Fallen Pharaoh. Why? Because he fell? So he couldn't hold off the Kelish and their invasion of our lands. And the Kodiran oh. army defeated him and deposed him. Ah, that makes sense. Okay. Some, about 3,200 years ago. So this Hakatep, I don't know his name, I cannot say it. Hakatep. Oh, yes, good, Hakatep, good. 
Don't you remember? You just told me. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Hakatep guy was a lot older. Uh, and also not related to Menedes. And so... Except he's right. It could just be coincidence. Yeah. It sounds like that. Well, it was very common for pharaohs to take names of other great pharaohs or even some of their horde, basically. Right? Well, the Sky Pharaoh sounds pretty cool. So if he thought he was nobody else had had that name, like he could be like the Sky Pharaoh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That Hakatep guy has those slave trenches named after him out in the parched dunes, so... Going out there would have been hard to erase all the cartouches. It's a very large distance. I mean, we could find more about him there, maybe. You think it's connected to him and not one of the... I believe that there are later Hakatep. This one has no number behind it. Yeah, it was just Hakatep. It's just Hakatep. So he was the first. Without being called the first. Because he was erased, except for out there. With all those cartouches left in such a remote location, it would have been difficult for the pharaohs to send people out past the Scorched Dunes. And you believe he is the thrice-divided soul? We... Seems to line up. If this is the case, then... We most certainly must find this mask before these... You said cultists that are involved with the silver chain, too. And it mm. would seem that the cultists and this barefooted man who has the mask are both in the necropolis. Mm-hmm. As we far need as we can tell, anyway. We to convince Shepus to let us in there. I will speak to him upon his return. But for now, we'll see what we can find in the city. I wish you well and safety. Mm-hmm. I do still have spells that would be able to restore you to your fighting form. Although, again, it is temporary. You must rest at some point. Hopefully, we'll be able to get a good night rest this evening. That's Assuming the plan. everything has calmed down, any. Or in the middle of the day might be better. And mm. the city is much more calm as it is right now. If we can aid more in the streets, it'll continue to calm. Returning Tepmanib to us was a great boon. And it has done a great deal to alleviate pressure at the temple. That's good. He is a powerful gift from Phrasma. Yep. I suppose you all excuse yourselves. Make your way out. Yes. Uh, you two get the lesser restorations. You get some taps. Yep. Some boops. Uh, does that just get rid of our uh, fatigue, or does it also get rid of our... Uh, You'll get to roll for your damage. Because I still have some charisma damage to get rid of. Did you roll when you drink uh-uh, that? Because I, I thought it just did the one thing. No, it does No, it, it does both. Yay. Yeah. I have all of my charisma back. I'm not down any of the uh, I'm going to roll and see how I did. Hup. I'm slightly better. I'll be better tonight. <laughs> Rolled a one. Yeah, but we might want to nap during the day because it seems like undead are more active at night. Just certain types. Zombies are, are going to be out all day. Yep, yeah. they don't sleep. Um, I am just guess if going to make my diplomacy check for the windy six times ten minutes to see what I can learn from the people. As you all descend down the stairs. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Um, making your way down towards the front of the temple. You don't really notice the figure. Until she steps out of the crowd and begins to approach you, accompanied by two other, you guess, guardsmen. Mm. Citra, you would be the first to recognize her, as you did drag her out of the rubble the evening prior and deposit her on one of the benches uh, inside of the Candy Jackal. The young daughter, you think Maru or Namaru? You're not positive. One was the grandmother, one was the granddaughter. Yeah. (laughs) Names weren't really important at that time. We kind of had bigger things. I just wanted to save them. Correct. The young girl gives you all a smile, inclining her head. She seems somewhat bruised. You can guess that she's probably received magical healing since then, Mm. uh, although not enough to fully restore her. But she seems in substantial better shape from the day before. She smiles as she steps up. Uh, Good good morning. Good morning. Uh, You were at the the Candy Jackal last night. I was told of your heroics. I'm afraid I was uh, unconscious for most of it. Yeah. Well, it's good to see you're doing better. Thank you, of course. Um, my grandmother and I were, were very thankful for your uh, assistance the evening before. We are doing what we can to pay it forward to the city. The Meshoden family, have we don't have a great deal to offer uh, to the city at large, but I thought perhaps we could, could aid all of you. In what way? Yeah, how so? We collect a variety of items. We don't have anything that would be of great use to adventurers, no magical weapons or items and such, but we did. uh, She procures a small box from one of the guardsmen before offering it over. Hmm. One amongst your number, I'm certain, is a priest of some form. On yours would step forward. Then here, please take this. 
He takes the box. Uh, I hope that the contents can aid all of you in the future, and uh, I wish you all quite well. Thank and you. Smiles and nods. We also do have some. My grandmother does have some assistance that she can bring in, not in a means by which that would necessarily help each of you individually, but we would be willing to make a uh, a donation if you wish to one of the temples in the city, perhaps to aid them with supplies, resources, and such that could help the city in this time. Uh, do you have a, a preference? Vasset. <laughs> Phrasma. Phrasma. I see not plenty of resources. Okay, we have two, re- or two votes for Phrasma, one vote for Vestet. Cast your vote, Rich. It doesn't matter what I vote. Well, I guess if you voted yeah. Vestet, Yeah, if you went Vestet, it'd be a tie, so... It actually kind of, you should pick on account of you've saved her. That's fair. Uh, it does, if it helps, they quote, make an embarrassingly large donation. Ow. Would you, by any chance, be able to make a donation to more than one temple? Just split it? I mean, potentially we could. If you think the resources would be better spent that way. Well, I know that the Temple of Bastet has helped, the Temple of Wajit has helped, the Temple of Phrasma has helped. If we spread it that thin, it may not be of greater use. Perhaps if you could choose one or two. I was just thinking Phrasma because they have the most high-level priests in the biggest facility, so they'll be able to help the most people. Yep. (laughs) Well, I mean, Bastet is taking care of the orphans of the city. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Well, about the Phrasmans so, take in orphans too. That's so do, do Phrasma and Bastet? Yeah, but Bastet doesn't it. get as much. So, um, um, Phrasma can always use the help because they tend to—they're—they're they're one of the largest organizations. But the Temple of Bastet has actually been helping a lot of the younger orphans that have nowhere to go. So those two temples? Yes. And then yes, I would be certainly happy to uh, to offer that assistance, and uh, hopefully that can can aid all of you going forward. Yay! Thank you. Again, for your for your timely intervention, and uh, yes, she kind of awkwardly glances down. Which, considering the the amount of energy that she had, you suppose the confidence that she had the evening before. This is more just she's probably not used to being in a situation where she's forced to thank people <laughs> uh, and not just be in a more of a noblesque position. She glances towards Citra. Here, she takes a small bag before offering it over. It's it's not magical. It can't offer you protection, but it's a it's an item that I've carried for some time, and perhaps it can aid you in the future. Hmm. Uh, Thank you very much. It's it's a curious piece, but I hope it helps you. Yeah, you know, she makes a bow and begins to make her way off. At that point, Citra opens the bag and peers inside. Opening the bag, glancing inside, there is a bracelet inside of this. Uh, huh. It has a large piece of amber, which appears to have a small petrified scorpion trapped inside of it. Cute. Oh, wow. Cool. It is worth 50 gold pieces just as an art piece, but it's more just the just the gesture time. of thanks for yeah. taking four rounds out of combat to drag me out of yeah, the box. Yeah, uh, what's the bo- in the box? What's in the box? Uh, the box contains an assorted amount of jewelry. Okay. Most oh, is it silver? This, no, but oh. the uh, the collective jewelry, however, appear to be all diamonds. Oh. Uh, they just dug through their assorted diamond jewelry and then gave it over to you to use as potential spell resources. It is 600 gold worth of diamonds, though. Hey! Nice. And the med kit it goes. That's pretty helpful. All right, let's pop these diamonds out of these settings so that I can. I use can a do that for you real spell. quick. <laughs> cool. Oh, that's better than nothing. Your your late term rewards for uh, saving them previously. Yeah. It comes back around. Yep. And that also shows that not all of the uh, wealthy people in this town are terrible people. No. That I mean, the Meshoten are really only known for liking books. Yeah. And collecting words scandalous stuff. books specifically. Ooh. <laughs> Fancy. All right. Well, I'm going to make that diplomacy check real quick, just talking to people in the market and everything and see if okay. I can get us any leads. Uh, Citra, you, of course, can as well, since between the yeah. with your reduction in uh, speed from your rogue's edge focus and diplomacy and your reduction from your trait, it'll be about the same amount of time. So go ahead and make your diplomacy check. I'm going to hang out with Sudi. Yep. We're going <laughs> to sit here awkwardly trying not to ruin this for them. I mean, you guys can attempt to aid another. I guess oh, okay. I'll try to aid. Who are you aiding? I'm going to aid Citra. I'll aid on Eurus then. Okay. I aid Citra. I aid on Eurus. What'd you guys get? Citra got a 31. Hey. <laughs> on got a 29. Wow. Oh, nice. Good team. All right. It takes on. I rolled the d6. It takes on Eurus about an hour. He does a. I'm a cleric. Tell me what you know. Is he Arnold Schwarzenegger now? No, he just has a stern voice. <laughs> it takes Citra about an hour as well. Nice. Go team. 
Nobody's screaming, so I guess that's a good sign. I was going to say, but we're burning daylight, so we got to move with some haste. It's only an hour. Yeah. We uh, got well, up that, at sunrise. Well, that's what I'm saying. You guys are moving it, because otherwise it could take you, if it took you up to six hours, it's like... Yeah, we're just that's roaming. why we have our nice... Yeah. Fun, that's a good thing. We have those Citra traits. just lays yep. on the ground and is like, tell me your problems. Yep. And everyone does. Uh, as a side note, also, your bringing in the faded and accepting the aid of the Viper has also reduced the city's panic level by two. Sweet. I feel conflicted about this. But I yes. did, we, did we get any experience for that? No. Okay. However, that does bring you into another category because I think that brings you down to 13. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So we're below civil unrest and we're down to... Uh, which means that you're now at unsafe by night. Oh, okay. Um, the, by day, the city of Wati is relatively safe. But the monsters will probably return at night. See, I think we should sleep during the day and come out at night. Yeah, we're going to have to become night owls. Uh, At this point, the word's starting to get around the town and everything. About half of the shops in the city have opened, cautiously opened their doors. Although restocking is difficulty, uh, the prices in the city are only up by about 50% for the common goods. Okay. And the temples can now offer up to third level spellcasting. Oh, nice. That's good. Spiffy. So you're starting to get down there. We're helping. The four of you make your way about speak to the people in the town, hoping to get an idea of how you can help. A great deal of people are concerned about the dangers closest to the walls. A few of them share stories of last night of these bizarre hulking beasts yeah, that stay they away from saw. Those. Yeah, you gotta stay away from those guys. Stay away from them. Is it, um, is it things? Stout hunched predators with a ruff of dirty feathers adorning its hairless muscular body yeah. just below its skull or its head, which appears to be nothing but the skull of a crocodile. Yeah, stay away from those. Oh, so that's the asobic things. Yes. The exception of Citra, all of you would know that that describes one of these uh, asobic psychopalms. Those sound terrifying. Yeah, they're the things that the uh, Inquisitors summoned. They eat living things, too, not just dead. That's not what I heard. Yeah, well, read a book. (laughs) (laughs) I have it in my That's what I get for trusting the the, uh, voice of the spire when they tell me, no, it's fine for living people. No, it's They're very, I mean, all you really, they, they are oftentimes referred to as the, quote, mad dogs of Forasp. Yeah, yeah, so they're, they're a little strange. uncontrollable. They're very chaotic, I would imagine. Oh, uh, well. But yeah, they, uh, they're indiscriminate. So let's, let's not deal with them, mm-hmm. I think. Hmm. Fair enough. But hopefully they'll only come out at night. I don't know. Well, they'll come out whenever the voices oh. of the spire summon them. Yeah, that's fair. They've been summoned, so... <laughs> I thought they're being gated in. We don't have that kind of power. No, yeah, no, they're being summoned. Mm. But I'm sure it's on rotation. Oh, yeah, no, you'd have to have it on rotation. Probably. However, while speaking with some of the merchants here, you would stop by and find a merchant that seems to have tried their best to open their shop back up. Their selection looks to be very poor at the moment, and this is mostly just common work goods. So you would see hammers, easels, pittens, rope, and a sort of number of pulleys and such for sale for basic work, mostly in construction, although this could also be used in a variety of adventuring goods as well. Mm. Lots of burlap sacks. Mm, sacks. Gotta have uh, something to put your loot in. On yours, you would speak with this man. Mm-hmm. But the man would tell you about how last night, uh, and then again early this morning, he was accosted by a group of eight. He refers to them as young thugs, mm-hmm. demanding what they refer to as a tax for defending the streets oh, uh, oh, and certain. taking supplies from him. Uh-uh. Oh, no. Protection racket starting. We can't have that. Oops. Does he have any idea who they are, where they might have gone? Uh, no, he could give you the location of his shop, which is just a few blocks away in the midwife district. Mm-hmm. He said that judging by their appearance, he thinks that they're probably all young dock workers mm-hmm. that usually he wouldn't see in the midwife district, but they're marching about basically carrying broken chair legs and other weapons, quote unquote, to protect themselves. I mean, they are unemployed um, right now. One of them was wearing a necklace of what appeared to have been humanoid ears. Ew. Uh, which he claimed were taken from the zombies that he'd slain earlier that oh, day. Oh, God. It's been one day. Wow, we're already starting that. Collecting trophies and stuff? Jeez. All right. It's a lot. Let's go to the shop and see if we can find these well, what guys. What does Citra find? Citra, you also have heard, and this is from one of what appears to be a halfling woman that works for the Embalmer's Guild, that she says that there have been some protests outside of the Embalmer's Guild, mostly about the speed in which they seem to be taking their time dealing with the bodies inside. Mm. What? Uh, you may make me a... I would say knowledge religion or knowledge local. Can I make it because I'm over there? Uh, right. Yeah, you're aiding her, so you may make it also. Uh, you may also make a profession in Balmer. Mm. I will do that then, and I will get a 
21. Are you aid? Is that the aid? No, she was rolling a separate skill. Oh, okay. Well, then I only got a 13. 13? Okay. So you just kind of hear this and go, okay, well, I mean, maybe they're being a little bit slow about it. You're not entirely positive. With Sagira, you realize that part of the, the mummification ritual, I mean, the body has to be intact. Oh, yeah. Which means that the way that they're dealing with these dead, either they're probably waiting for channeling to disrupt the animated spirit, or they're having to very carefully deal with the dead to destroy them, effectively destroy what is animating them without actually destroying the body in the process, probably through use of holy water. Huh. Uh, if they're waiting for more holy water to be created, you wouldn't be entirely surprised to understand that they would... I mean, it's sacred to them. They wouldn't just smash all of the bodies. They would instead wait for either the priests to be able to regain their ability to channel and return, cordoning off sections, even if it is endangering the surrounding streets. Yeah, we should go deal with that. That's a big problem. That's problematic also. We might be able to talk down the crowd quicker than we can track down these people. Oh, I was planning on going inside and killing the bodies. That seems like the best. Well, that would damage them. It would damage them, but if any of them escape, they kill people who are alive. So talking down the crowd doesn't actually fix the problem. Fixing the problem is putting down those undead for Rasmin Monk. <laughs> well, I mean, Although at the same time, that would also conflict with Rasmus' belief in the burial process. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, and the, the I can go in and blast off some channels, but we're not going to go in and stab the bodies. That's how is that any different than what we've been doing to zombies? Because so far? these are ones that are already in the process of being embalmed. They're not just people rising from the dead sector. Well, they, their embalming process can be finished on these people. if Which would destroy the yes. part in them. So, but wouldn't the ones that were taken care of in the dead sector who had been mummified and then cut up, isn't that the same thing? Well, I think that was the, more of a dire situation. This yes. one is, seems more self-contained. So this one's not dire because if they escape, they only kill poor people? That's not what we're saying that's at not, all. That's not we're saying we want to put down the undead in a way that's respectful to the body so the embalming process can be finished. These okay. people haven't been properly interred yet at all. Besides, we don't know how many. If there's only like one or two, it's fine. But I feel like we've been chopping zombies up all night. And those are people that weren't interred yet. And keep in mind that you're you're hearing this from someone who doesn't necessarily know, is it five zombies that they have in a room and they're just waiting for Yeah, to like back? if yeah. it's a bunch of zombies, zombies, we should deal with them. If it's yes, five zombies but, in a room, fine. But we we would like to be respectful. Osiris would rather his people cross over correctly. Well, I don't think there's anything right about any of this. Well, I don't either, but if we can give them some peace, I think we should. Regardless, we could go and offer our assistance and see what they wish for us to do uh, to, he- to help them. If it comes down to it, we may need to take care of it, but I think that should be a last resort. Hmm. We can do it without dismembering them. Well, let's go see and actually get the whole story. Yes, because if it's a couple of zombies, easy. We just go and uh, do some channeling. We're heroes. We walk on. We? Him. It's a team effort. Since when do you know how to channel? (laughs) So you tell me how Phrasma has suddenly given you the ability to channel, and we'll talk about it being a team effort. I dipped one level of cleric. (laughs) Phrasma gave you the ability to punch zombies in the face. That's true. Phrasma did give me the ability to punch real good. I will let Sudi go ahead and roll me a quick knowledge religion. Hey-ho. That's a 17. Well, you don't have the ability to channel, um, and punching these zombies in the face would be pretty disrespectful to actually reinterring them. Yep. You do know that the Temple of Phrasma will offer holy water at cost. Yeah, so we could... So 25 gold a vial. We could buy a bunch of holy water and just We could charge the Embalmer's Guild to buy some holy water. They are very well paid. I know nothing about this as Sudi, We so. can be runners to buy their holy water with their money for them. We I have a lot of feelings about the Embalmer's Guild. Let's see what's going on there before we make any but decisions. That seems logical. True. Mm-hmm. But hopefully it's just one zombie in a closet. Well, they might just be, like, strapped down to a table or something. All of you could quickly make your way through the city streets. Arriving in the Ash District, you would find numerous guards stand around the outside of the structure. Mostly focused on the inside, although now a number of them are focused towards the crowds that have arrived on the outside of the almost square block that makes up the Embalmer's Guild. People would stand nearby protesting shouting about how they need to to move things along to hurry things up that their lives are more important that they can't just let the dead remain active and animate within that they have to deal with them now 
a few of the guards would shout back, and for the most part, you can get the impression that these guards have been working since the pulse began. Yeah, we should. They are tired, and occasionally they would literally just kick a person back into line if they step out or try to cross the street. There are numerous shouts going back and forth, although you do see what looks to be a man, probably an official of some form, that's trying his best to calm the people here and assert some sort of control over the situation. I'm going to make my way towards this official-looking dude. The man somewhat angrily just glances in your direction. Would you please step back across the street? We understand if you have family within, they are being taken care of and cared for with the utmost respect. My name is Onuris. I'm a priest of Horus. Do you need assistance with undead within the structure? The undead inside of the structure are contained. We are dealing with them. The Church of Phrasma is aiding us as we speak. We are there with is no... the Church of Phrasma. I can aid you in putting down the undead. Yes, we're working on their behalf from Septi we are herself. Not putting them down. Not in that sense. We're I trying to channel. help the. We are taking care of the situation. I'm going to sense some motive on yeah, him. Yeah, me too, because this guy's a... I don't sense very well. <laughs> I, I get, get a 15. A fi- uh, yeah, I get a 15 also. <laughs> Citra got a 27. Oh, sorry, 26. 26. Right. I'm not rolling since motive. I rolled something else. <laughs> Intimidation. No, I made a 30 on my diplomacy check to try to convince this guy to let me through. Yeah. With the 26, you can feel this man's exasperation. In large part, it is that, sensate, that, is that sense of... This guy is sitting here going, the Church of Phrasma is already present. They're the experts. We're the experts. I'm just sick and tired of people that have no idea what they're talking about coming over here and demanding these things. You honestly get the impression that he has full faith that the Temple of Phrasma is taking care of things inside. And he's just sick and tired of these panicky locals screaming at him nonstop. Is Bentu Nan inside? Bentu Nam has already left for the day. He was here all last night aiding us with matters that he could. Hmm. Again, I am a priest that's helping the Temple of Phrasma. Can I at least be allowed inside to consult with the other priests? And then we can try to quell the crowd and help you there. That would be of much greater benefit if you could convince these people to simply let matters be. I will speak with the priestesses inside and see if they would be willing to allow you to aid them. He turns, making his way in. All of you go ahead and make me a perception roll. (laughs) I get a nat one. Dang it. For a 10. Oh, wait. Uh, We're in a city. 12. Sudi gets a 25. Citra gets a 12. Onuris gets a 24. Sudi and Onuris. Over the din of the crowd, over these shouts, you hear a crack. But it's strange. It's unseasonable, but it sounds like thunder out of a clear blue sky. Magic. Both of you may make me a, say, craft alchemy or an appraise. Uh, it's going to be appraise then. My profession curator is not going to help me. With <laughs> <laughs> I curate sounds. Uh, so I get an 11 on my appraise. On yours gets a 10. 10? No. Like, it just it came from further down the street and around the corner. You notice a lot of the people in that direction would start as they hear this sound, glancing back towards an alleyway that runs behind the building. Oh, God. Did you hear that? Yes. Hear what? I don't know what it is. It sounded like some kind of crack of thunder. That's weird. Citra looks up at the sky. It is a clear blue sky. (laughs) I know. It sounds weird. We should check it out. Something's not right. Okay. Let's go make sure there's no vandals. Oh, should we, like, tell these people something? Citra's going to, like, call and be like, calm down, everyone. We're going to go investigate. It's fine. We'll take care of everything. Just disperse and go home. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to be this close to this place if you're right about these undead, Uh, right? I know, right? Like... (laughs) Taking your life into your own hands. Well, a lot of the people here, I mean, that's what's making these guards so anxious. A lot of these people here are armed. Oh. They came here to destroy the undead. Right. Um, Y'all, there's more a giant undead. mob of pitchforks. There's a bunch fortress. of undead in the city. Like, go somewhere else. <laughs> so are you stopping to do a diplomacy check here, or are you wanting to... I mean, I can catch up with you guys if you want me to stop and do that. Uh, I'm more afraid that you're going to get caught in this crowd if they start rioting because there's something crazy going on Yeah, back we there, should. So don't split the party. We should okay. do a quick diplomacy and then run over there. Okay. It's diplomacy checks to call in the crowd are not going to be quick, is the thing. Yeah, that's the only thing. But maybe we could draw their attention. <laughs> um, I mean, if we leave them here with pitchforks and no one trying to calm them, there could be a huge confrontation with these tired guards. True. Yeah, that's a Okay, I problem. think we should diplomacy it then. All right. Okay, so you're going to stay in diplomacy the rest of your I'm 
gonna go look at the noise in case somebody's coming around the corner to like start a fight or something. One of us should at least go look at the noise. I guess I'll go with uh, you because I my diplomacy is trash. <laughs> okay, I'll so. try to help diplomatize. On your okay. and Sudi team so up we'll again. We'll get to that here in a minute. The dynamic duo of Sudi and Onuris go rushing around the corner. Yeah. Well, not like to cause a panic rushing, but yeah, we move with, with purpose. Yeah. <laughs> As behind cool. you, you can hear Citra and Sagira trying their best to calm down people. Everything is going to be fine. Get your soapbox out. Just kick someone off of theirs. <laughs> On your Sudi, you make your way down to the end of the, uh, the end of the block here. Well, not quite the end of the block, but the very least the end of this almost block-sized structure that makes up the House of Blessed Rebirth. Rounding the corner, you find a dark alleyway, itself no wider than about 15 feet, darkened just because it's caught perpetually in shadow between its angle here and the rising sun. Rounding the corner, you see a what honestly looks to you to be a tense standoff. Six people are in the street down here, uh, blocking, honestly, your progress much further as you begin to approach closer towards them. All of these appear to be angry locals, much as the ones that you'd seen previously. They seem to be crowding around the back of a cart. A man dressed in black robes would stand atop this. His hood is pulled low, although you can see the sharp line of his beak-like nose and his well-trimmed beard protruding out from underneath it. He holds up a hand in the air. Down towards his feet, as you begin to approach, you can see what looked to be the shattered remains of some sort of rock. Mm. Um, holding up in his hand, however, is what appears to be a spherical object, the end of which protrudes a small fuse. And in his offhand, he holds what appears to be a simple tinder twig as he holds up the literal bomb as the people step I closer think, okay. towards him. Yeah. What is going on? As you close... You can hear the shouts of the crowd yelling, give it to us, give it to us. The man bellows out a back as loud as he can as he holds up the bomb. On yours is going to start making uh, Yeah, so he's also going to make his way. What is going on down here? Approaching, the man glances past. A few of the crowd here kind of backs up from the man, looks back towards you. You're a priest. Yes. You have to help us. This man, he has a body. Is that true? I yell up at the man. The man straddles the cart. Upon this is a coffin that would shake with the occasional oh, no. impact uh. as the man stands atop it. Elsewhere, Citra and Sagira, your dad? Uh, go ahead and make me a diplomacy check. If one of you is aiding... I'm aiding and I ate the bejesus out of you. I'm gonna need it. God, uh -oh. woman. Uh, we're gonna try once and then we're running away. <laughs> I only get a 13. Ah, oh, really? I rolled worse. a 2. I rolled a 15. They riot. No. Uh, <laughs> it's just going to take you a few rounds, probably. Meanwhile, bombs are going to be going off in this alley. You do your best to calm these people down. It doesn't particularly probably help that you're shouting at them to calm down. It's like, you know, let the professionals handle this and everything. You're not priests. You're not part of the local temples. Citra, you're not even from this city. <laughs> no, but... They don't know that. Yeah, they uh, don't know that. I look Egyptian. Yeah, they or, are. I look Osiriani. Yeah. But a lot of them are shouting, many of them shouting about the Temple of Phrasma negatively. Right, right, Raggy. Good um, thing I'm not there. About how this must, this is obviously the fault of the Temple of Phrasma. They should have stood up and protected our dead. You know, they opened up the tombs and now this is the angry dead rising back up. That would be the Pharaoh's fault, not the Temple of Phrasma. Yeah, Amiris well, agrees. If, if only we were the there. The Temple of Phrasma <laughs> did curate the... Uh, because they were told, do you either help us with this or we're doing, or we're going with outside mercenaries. Yeah, but yeah, Sudi and Onuris aren't there to offer their uh, yeah. sage You just kind of shout them all down, but they don't honestly appear to be listening to either of you. Ah, crud. Jessica shrugged. Jessica shrugs. <laughs> Sakura's like, I mean, if they want to be stupid, I don't really have anything for them. Yeah, I kind of want to try again. Continue. If you're so Taking. mad at Phrasma, go protest in front of Phrasma's Oh, don't place. Oh, no, don't, do not send them over to the temple. No, It's better than being here with these it's guys. Bad, bad idea. The voices You're not there. Not Sorry, can't I know tell we're me. we're not there. I'm the little no, sooty on your shoulder. I was telling you. I ate you don't. again. A little better. Uh, that time I got a 22. So it'll take you another 30 seconds to deal with that. So we'll cut back to the alleyway. Oh, my. Yeah. I'm I, I'm a priest. I can calm the body. You. Yes. <laughs> you see my eye? The man on top of the, the cart would shake his head. No, this is my wife. I know exactly. I will tend to her. You can't. I will take her home and inter her. You can take the body once she's no longer Active. awake. 
I'll just... Your priest, yes. the man next to you, would nod. Then we will take him. We must stop the undead. This man is a threat to us. Calm down. You're not helping the situation, and that man has a bomb. You can't you want take to all of us. Do not all want, of us at once. Do you want to die in this street? I would rather die here than let this creature get out and kill my family. And then if you die in the street, you may very well become one of those creatures and kill your family. Not if I'm blown to pieces by that bomb. No. <laughs> uh, I, I'm wanting to like I'm wanting to like channel Kelra right now and just be like Peace, peace friends. friends. Peace. That is an equitable solution Glance to this. Glance back up towards the man in the coffin uh, uh, with the coffin. Let me channel. We can we can all have everything we want. Everybody just calm down a little bit. Let's take a second, take a deep breath. <laughs> And think about things. We don't need to have any explosions, especially this close to the Embalmer's Guild. So you can make a diplomacy check either for the man or the crowd. I'm going to try to make it for the man, because if I can get it, if he lets me channel, then he can take her and do whatever yeah. he wants. Well, plus they would, yeah. they would or see Or feasibly, if, uh, yeah. if one of you wishes to address the man, the other one can address the crowd. Uh, I'll ad- address the crowd, because I All seem right. to be on the side of <laughs> trying to calm the mob. Oh, crud. Onyris gets a 20 to calm the guy down. Sudi gets an 8 because I have a minus 1 charisma right now to calm that crowd. Oops. So the crowd basically starts shouting, once we start this, they'll start letting out the dead. They're, they're more concerned with the dead than they are of the living of this city. The man hearing this response back, and even as you're stepping forward, you know that you need line of effect. You can't channel while she's in that coffin. Mm-hmm. He would just shake his head. This woman is my concern. She was mine in life, and she is mine in death. That's and how out in the street. Thank God. <laughs> oh, that's awkward. Uh, go ahead and make your diplomacy check. I did. I got a twenty-two. Twenty-two. You spend about a minute shouting to the crowd, kind of gesturing them back. At the very least, trying to reassure them that the Church of Phrasma is doing what they can. They finally just kind of mumble, grumble, cast a few glances back there. Some of them disperse, although the diehards are still set on staying here and making certain this gets dealt with. All right, fine. They haven't come back yet. I think we should probably go check on them. We run! There's an explosion. No. Oh, God! God. Rushing down the street, the two of you could round the corner. You would see a half dozen people crowded around the end of here. Sudi trying to, like, stand between them and this cart, calming them down. Onuris just kind of, like gesturing and I think a combination of annoyance and such up towards the man who's being unreasonable and a towering figure in black robes with a hood pulled low. His sharp features protruding out are unmistakably those. In Citrus case you would recognize as the man that you'd met once before in a dark alley following your evening's activities. Oh my. In Sagira's case you would recognize your father. You would then see the shaking coffin that he stands over the top of. Oh, and he's holding a bomb, which oh, I've never seen a bomb, bomb. before. But <laughs> oh, that's he's not actually. I guess I'm gonna curse and shove my way through the stupid crowd. Like, yeah, what are you doing? I'm follow her. <laughs> I must take your mother from this place. Oh God. Okay, but she shouldn't be moving when you take her. Let me channel, and then. Sh- I do not know you, priest. This is my friend on yours. He's pretty nice. <laughs> In my experience, your friends are not particularly nice. Oh, he doesn't like me. Hi there, Mr. May. (laughs) This week. (laughs) This. What are you planning on doing? You have to destroy her body to stop her from being an undead abomination. I can do that with my magic without causing harm to her physical form. Which means she will rest more peacefully in the next life. The body is still sacred. Well, yeah. Which is why I am trying to let you use my magic to return her to her proper state of death. He is a priest of Anuris. He knows what... A priest of I am the god here! He is, he's a, a priest of Horus. Look at him. He can help. Look at the bird on his shoulder. <laughs> Alright. This will be a diplomacy check. It may very well be your last attempt. What kind of check would it be to steal that tender twig or that bomb out of his hand? He's standing on top of the car. So you can determine whether or not all of you have a bird that can fly. Are you aiding another? I am aiding on Eurus because I believe on Eurus you're trying to talk down the guy from blowing us all up. Yes. Yep. Yep. That's what I'm going to aid. I aid you. Uh, Is anyone attempting to deal with the crowd in this meantime? I'm going to deal with the crowd. Son of a gun. I do not aid you one iota. I do. 
I'm aiding on yours because I'm not really all that. I'm not thinking about the crowd. I'm worried about one. the crowd so that they can deal with her death. Yeah. Okay, so you're attempting to calm the crowd? Yes. Okay. I was going to say, uh, let the priests do their work, and then th- there will be no more bloodshed, no more dead roaming the streets. Everything will return to normal, but you have to give them a chance. But, but they started this. No, they did not start it, and they have been running ragged throughout the city trying to calm everything down. People have been up since Lord knows, or Cyrus knows when, <laughs> trying to make sure that everyone in the city is safe. They evacuated near the, the door just to make sure. They've had people overflowing the temples trying to do help, and you are not helping them with that. You are making it harder for them to protect you. What did you get for your diplomacy? 29. Pretty good. That's pretty good. I'm convinced. <laughs> well, just the like men look a little sheepish. They should keep the bodies in the building, at the very least. Yes, they should. But it's hard to get in the building when you're blocking the alley. (laughs) (laughs) Do you not see the loadings outside? (laughs) The guy laughs. I am a dock worker. I understand this. I understand this completely. I hate it when people block my way with their goat carts. Uh, Onuris, what did you make on your diplomacy? 32. Yeah, boy. The man glances down towards you, on yours. Watches the crowd on the other side as they kind of slowly start dispersing back down the way, muttering and such. She, she followed Phrasma and her teachings. The priests were doing what they can, but a slow tear rolls down his cheek. I. I wasn't there when she died. I should have been. I need to take care of her now. And maybe he looks past towards Sagira. Maybe if I hadn't pushed people away before, maybe we wouldn't have ended up here. Thank you, priest. I will take your aid. He pockets the bomb. Since when do you make bombs? It's not important right now. It's right now. It's so weird. Not important. This was not mine. Oh. Your mother, however, had a much more adventurous career before. Mm. A cigarette nuts. He just kind of drops down, sort of just hands over the bomb to someone else. I'm going to take the bomb. Don't give it to these people. I was going to say, Sudi would be like, what is this? Okay, I guess I'm going to open it's a, this. It's actually a few screens. Are you sure you want to do that? I think I'm going to have to open this and grapple this. My magic will be quick. I don't know if you really want just, to see your mother in such a state. Could just slide it down a little bit just so you can see. The process isn't complete, Sagira. We I don't step aside. think you need to see this. Well, we're not actually going to open it all the way, just enough so he can see. Who else has the strength to keep if she's a mummy? You don't need to see your mother as an undead abomination, Sagira. There's just some it's things that are better not seeing. Trust me. Sudi and I can handle the lid. You just stay back. Sutra uh, kind of nods. To yeah, Sudi like Sudi kind of like tells him, hey, go down that way. And then jumps up on the uh, cart to help Sutra with moving the uh, lid. I right. guess I ready so. in action for as soon as it's open to just channel. All right. So Sudi, I believe, has the higher strength between you and uh, Sutra. I have a plus three strength. So yes. I have so. an 11. Right. <laughs> definitely going to be so me on the Sudi primary. Can go ahead and uh, roll me a strength check. Sutra can roll uh, an eight another. <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> nope. I should have been doing Blech. this. I get a five. <laughs> I get a four. All right. So they start to just kind of crack this open before the lid flies open. Oops. Uh, on your That's fine. Fourteen. I get to add my cleric level to my channels. Nice. And she gets a save. They don't get any channel resistance. Her saving throw is fifteen. So the lid of this flies open. Before anything else can happen, however, you simply step forward, kind of lean into it as light blasts off of the side of your face. The body then just slumps before it can even really even fully sit up in the coffin. Get the lid and put it back on. Respectfully. Yes. Yeah, we, I guess, go put the lid back on. Yeah. Citra arranges her neatly in there first and then puts it back on. The man, who I suppose Sudi and Onuris now know is Sagira's father. Sudi has no idea how to react to that. It's like, um, okay, wait, you're not an orphan? What the heck? Thank you for your assistance, priest. Of course. 
I will take her to our family mausoleum and can complete the process there. It is sacred ground. She will rest soundly. Do you want to go with him? Mm, nope. Okay. Thank you for your help. He steps past, seems to again consider stopping to say something before climbing up, patting the donkey that's pulling the cart and beginning to make his way off down the alley. The official you spoke to before would return in short order. (laughs) I hate this guy. This guy. So can we go inside yet? The priests say that you may join them inside if you so wish. Although the situation is under control. If you want to make your way inside, you feasibly can. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. I'd like to just look because apparently they didn't realize he'd taken a body out. Uh, Yeah, how did he smuggle somebody out? I have questions. Yeah, that's probably what kind of security is this? Check. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the situation inside is fairly well maintained because most of the time where they have the bodies, they put them in the natron and then they seal the lids on top. Oh, nice. Um, oh, so there's just a bunch of lids that are rattling around? Yeah. Yeah. And that the priests are still just waiting for their ability to regain their spells. Uh, okay. Yeah, it looks to be fairly secure. You can understand the paranoia of the people outside, but yeah. Okay. People getting up in arms. Literally. <laughs> Having diffused the situation... Without Uh resorting to violence. Uh, Quite literally. Chorus. You have reduced the city's panic level by two. So now I suppose we go and hunt down those dock workers. Yep. Are you all right, Sagira? I kind of thought she might be undead since everything else that was dead was alive again. You seem surprisingly okay with this. Also, very awkward between you and your dad. I mean, he's not really my dad. Still, he did help raise you, didn't he? I mean, he's the reason I was on the street, sure. Okay, what happened between you and him anyway? It's kind of a long story. I, like, had powers, and I, like, lit the house on a fire a little, like, pushed him. And then he got real mad, and they were going to, like, send me off. So I was like, nah, and I just left. Send you off where? Relatives or some school in one of the other cities. Well, would the school not have helped you? Sending me off and then planning to tell people that I just mysteriously died so I wouldn't sully the family oh. name. Well, that's decent. I don't know about that. But uh, apparently he feels bad about it, though. That's uh, something. That is something. Maybe there's a chance for reconciliation. He only feels bad about it because my mom died. You don't know that. You seem to be taking this very personally. I mean, yeah, I mean it's pretty personal. Yes, but it seems like it's a personal issue with him, not you. She looks at you confused. I'm trying to be, like, sage, but failing miserably because Sudi is not intelligent. Well, that makes sense to me. Yeah, I know. That's how I deal with my feelings. It's probably not healthy. Yeah, well. You should try expressing them. I think we really have time for that. Also, that sounds painful, and I don't want to. We'll revisit this later. Sounds fun. I agree. (laughs) We'll also revisit Onuris' weird reaction to the Hakatep name later. Everyone we looks apparently at need to have a sit down, Again, Mr. General. The middle of the street, while we're trying to save the city, is not appropriate for these types of conversations. I fully agree with Onuris. We should find these dock workers. Oh, see, when you're pressing me for information, it's okay, but when people want information about you, it's not. I think we know the least about you, friend, I say, I and clap d- him on the back and walk <laughs> a direction. I don't know. I think at dinner tonight, everybody's putting their cards on the table. I agree with this. Can we gamble? What? What? Gamble for information? You talked about cards. I don't know. That's weird. Yes, if I win, you tell me everything. You're probably pretty good. I am very good. Hmm. I'll think about it. (laughs) Regardless, let's go find these... uh, Petty dock workers. Yeah, I'm I'm game to punch somebody in the face. (laughs) That's how you work out your feelings, isn't it? Well, hopefully we can go for the non-violent approach. I mean, maybe. It works just now. Yeah, but those aren't thugs trying to get money out of people. No. They were just scared. True. Mm. Regardless, we need to be respectful of the situation that these workers have been put in. They're unemployed. They're desperate, probably. It's been one day. But a lot of people got in unemployed for a day and didn't decide, oh, I'm going to start the protection racket. Yeah, that doesn't give them the right to break furniture and go threaten people with a chair leg. No, but if you've been truly desperate, you'll do a lot of things to survive. I didn't break any chair legs and go hunting people. 
Again, it's organize. been one day. It takes more than one day to get that desperate. Exactly. Mm. That's what I'm getting to. To the midwife <laughs> district. You make your way back through the city streets, traveling for some distance, winding and hoping to find where these people are. You begin to approach closer to where you believe that this the shopkeeper that you spoke to previously said that he kept his shop when he isn't working the market. Eventually navigating through some of the long alleyways here before making your way in towards the main streets. The streets at this in this area aren't particularly crowded, as most people are either at the market or staying home. And so you only see the occasional lone individual or small groups making their way to and from. As you approach a street intersection, you see the somewhat shambling gait of a trio of figures. Shambling? Probably drunk. Strangely you would be able to recognize these as they shamble quickly as what appear to be dead men. Oh. In all three of their cases, they looked oddly bloated. Ew. As if they had crawled yeah. free from, oh, oh. from the river or something. As, however, they begin to make their way, you quickly see the woman that they are chasing. Uh-oh. Oh, no. She rounds the corner, would scream towards all of you as I imagine you reach for your weapons and begin to step forward. Yep. Before there is a horrendous soul shaking scream from her an echoing howl which would burst Uh from the nearby alleyway as a strange amalgamation of furless bear feather coated mane and massive crocodilian skull steps forward and rends into the trio of zombies we're not close to the wall here are we no Oh, oh good lord. Have they set them ah, free in the entire... They, they set them free just have them in the entire city? The streets. <gasps> because... The creature would slam with all the force of a charging hippo ripping into the first zombie as its haunches would slam into the woman, sending her reeling against the far wall where she would crack and slump. She really seems to like that guy. vaguely begin to try to struggle towards her feet before slumping down as the creature begins to growl and snap rending into the bodies. And we'll pick things up here next week. I really don't like Shepis. Yes. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> Very disappointed in uh, Shepis right now. We'll call this episode Daddy Issues. Uh, <laughs> the one with the daddy issues.